I think the important part is I allowed myself to feel the grief. Mm-hmm. So I, rather than hiding from it, mm-hmm. I allowed myself to go through it. Did you know 90% of women prior to incarceration had suffered from sexual and emotional trauma? And 70% of incarcerated women are mothers? The majority of the women returning home will not be able to retain employment with family sustainable income. Fit to Navigate provides hope and well-being. Learn more at fittonavigate.com. What's up? It's Rocky. And we'd like to welcome back all our mind-body tumors. We recognize it's been a while and we're super excited to bring about our season three. Season three, we're going to talk about the community and how it affects women that have been formerly incarcerated or who are now out and trying to get back on their feet. We're excited to have some great guests this season, and we look forward to spreading more and telling the story of how people overcome. You know, the whole thing is you get your mind right, your body will follow, and you become that gem that you are designed and destined to be. No more of this attention destiny disorder. We are well on our way and looking forward to our season three. To another tea time with me, Asa Gerich, and Rocky, co-owners of Fit to Navigate. We got to do our tea. Okay, Absolutely. cheers, cheers yeah. to tea and fall weather. Mm-hmm. Mm. season. <laughs> Thank you for uh, allowing me to take over your podcast as you do one episode <laughs> at a time. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> yeah, um, I thought. I wanted to take this opportunity to just catch everybody up on everything that's happening with Fit to Navigate and us as the face and co-founders of Fit to Navigate um, and Mind Body Gym is an extension of that uh, work that we do with women currently in prison. And then we also work with communities outside the prison. So just to just update everyone on everything that's been going on with us, how we've been navigating this whole system of pandemic that we're in, uh, election that's coming up, and then still trying to create good in this world and then take care of our own health. (laughs) So... can sometimes be a challenge within itself. Yeah. Especially what I'm finding as as I mature, like fine wine, you know, sometimes the crushing of the grapes can be be painful. Um, So... But I'm excited about life and mentally and spiritually. I'm feeling great. Yeah, me too. I think when we started doing this work, it was like a pitch and there was another pitch. So it's like we did our sea change pitch and we like entered in and we were like the top three only company in there that was not tech. That The top two companies were tech and we were the only service and what we did was very unique. And then after Sea Change, you know, we did the OSU American Alliance. And then that was a pitch. And then we we placed for that. And then you, we want we went to Sonoma, which was amazing. And you got to travel to where? The Netherlands. No. The Hague. The Hague. <laughs> the Hague. Got to yeah. see the current administration. That was an amazing. 
So let me tell you about the kindness of my co-founder, uh, partner of life, is that when we were in Sonoma, we went to this amazing summit, circular summit for women entrepreneurs. And she actually won the opportunity to go to The Hague um, representing our business. And she allowed me to go, which was just such a huge gift. I had just left my corporate job. was very scarred at the time, but I had the time and the capacity to go. And she afforded me that opportunity. And that was just like crazy. It was like, it was just life changing because it was people from all over the world trying to create good. And it was it was like a social enterprise on a national level and on fit to na- on a global level. Yes. Right. And fit to navigate got to be a part of that. Yeah. And because awesome. you just applied. That's every everything that's ever happened is like you're like, we're going to do it now. I've had to adopt this thing of like, okay, we're just going to try. And then you're just, everyone's going to tell you no, 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 no. And then eventually someone will eventually tell you yes. Because I believe in that whole alchemist quote that the universe is conspiring to give you what you want. And, you know, even the things that you don't want if you focus on it a lot. So just the whole laws of attraction. I definitely have found that fit to navigate. No, it has every, every, being an entrepreneur has its own stresses, but this has definitely been a a lot more path of least resistance. And then just also having such an amazing co-founder has been very helpful. So you going in place of just my name was still a very grand representation of our company and Fit to Navigate is something that has never been done before or even been considered and I still, we're still in the grassroots of it all, but the connections and the things that we've already had in the past um, three years, three and a half years, being able to go global, even having to pitch globally. Yeah. I mean, to um, a place, a company over in Australia. And then people not knowing what a prison was. <laughs> As a prison that had pitched five times before someone was like, what is prison? <laughs> yeah, right. It's yeah right. I think that's a term that maybe only in the United States is so common here now. So common, like it's not a common language because they don't deal with the mass incarceration that we deal with here in the U.S. Yeah, the other thing is that you know we're looking forward to traveling to Germany to be able to go and see how they are actually using the reform method. Like people are actually going and not going back. I mean, I would like to say to pat ourselves on the back and our amazing women that we work with, that we are still at zero recidivism. Yeah. Um, for the ladies that have gotten, that have been released and are back working and taking care of their kids. Yeah, and I think what is different about the connection you have with all of the women that have come through the program inside and then the women that we continue to work with is that philosophy of meeting people where they are. That's one thing that I, as an educator, as a advocate of health, you taught me to not hose people down with information. And so that was like huge for especially people that have been counted out in society is like they already have all of these uh, stories about themselves, stories, the society, one mistake one situation that you're de- determining your whole life and how other people view you. Um, and then you came in 
and and I've said this in the past, but I just it still it inspires me to continue to pour into what we do because you came in and you don't judge people and you don't have any forced expectations of here's who I am. Here's my many years. You don't even brag about like how many years you've been, you know, 22, 23 plus years. Nobody knows. 24 on the way to 25. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone thinks that you just got into this wellness field, but it's it's something that you've you live every day and it's been a part of your life for for a long time. And then and then the pandemic happened. So it was like I felt like I was running like fit to navigate was running. We were about to go to different prisons and then the pandemic and, and, or, um, you know, and uh, entering juvenile and working with younger women. Uh, We still have all of that in the works. And then uh, being able to also now work with um, under-resourced communities, that's going to be huge. And just watching this work naturally expand but at the same time, I think when the pandemic happened, it was just like, <laughs> yeah, the breaks, the breaks. But you know, the pandemic, um, being in this environment and having to pivot in a lot of ways. Um, no, we have not been able to do our direct services, but we still have been able to help the women who are incarcerated still. I mean, we have women who just are now completing, well, they just finished their, completed their advanced exams. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the fact that we're still able to help them with that, they're there and we're here, but we're still making sure that they get that advanced certification has been phenomenal. And, um, you know, not just a personal trainer, but they're now like sports nutrition specialists and they are now like corrective exercise specialists. And, you know, the, the fact that they had the wherewithal to continue has been amazing and it's actually still just uh, keeps a light to fit to navigate is this is the continued growth yeah it's the continued growth because you could have been like well you know we can't go in we don't have direct services let's just give up on this but we haven't and they haven't given up on us and just continue to think about different ways that we can still impact communities. Mm-hmm. Uh, disenfranchised communities has been amazing. And the fact that we're still in contact with a lot of the women um, and just, some of the women that uh, have, have gotten out. Right? And then to see their impact on the community, like volunteering the Special Olympics, uh, managing whole facilities, getting into establishments that never accepted people that had any kind of criminal background. It's just their... And then the thing that's amazing about women is that when when a woman is when when one woman is empowered, it's not just that one woman that thrives. It is her children, her community, her family all around her, and that we've seen that firsthand with every single woman that has gone that we've had an opportunity to work with is when they are feel they're they're empowered and they go back to their communities. They're getting their kids. They're advocates for people in their community. They're exactly. they're they're changing the health and the well being of not just themselves but everyone around them. Yeah. Well, they, you know, it goes back to that saying that if um, one woman is not free, then we're all not free, right? And when you free a woman, she, with all intents and purposes, makes sure that she's taking care of her community most of the time before herself. 
Mm-hmm. So um, the fact that, you know, these women are getting their kids back, full custody of their kids, you yeah. know, and getting engaged and starting a new life for themselves and no longer, you know, looking at their past as as if they're not anything and, and recognizing the gems that they have inside of them from changing their mind, their mind and their bodies, you know? Yeah. And I think... I'm just starting now. We've done this for like 30 and a half years. I'm just starting now to get a little sense of some of the things that they that they go through just from my own personal experience. So like leaving the corporate structure, being so dependent upon an institution, navigating and guiding all of my decisions and feeling so like attached. Like my institution job was like everything that I knew And then once I left that, um, and it wasn't by choice, I wanted to leave, but it wasn't by choice to leave. And it was, you know, it was like a very difficult separation. And then then you're almost afraid of like, what's going to happen? So it's like, you have all these things, and then you're afraid of like, what if I can't provide? What if, like all the what ifs start to rush, and you're almost collapsed by everything that could possibly happen. So you're like paralyzed by all the analyzing and also the fear base. Exactly. Because your mind has this tendency to, because it's trying to protect you, mm-hmm. it plays out all of the worst case scenarios and it's in, in order to be so-called prepared. Mm-hmm. But it's really you're creating your own misery. And then it took me like a while to kind so, of build away from that. I want to say, ask you, well, what were some of the things that you implemented in your life that allowed you to release a lot of that um, limited thinking? I think the meditation, for sure. You and I have been meditating for many years, but um, it's like we talk about when you're going through something, mm-hmm. It's it's like a, a spiritual growth opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I was and I was going through it and it wasn't like, oh, I'm going through it for like a day or a week. Mm-hmm. I, I was in serious depression for a couple of months. But you went through it. I went through yeah, it and I allowed myself. Know. I think the important part is I allowed myself to feel the grief. Mm-hmm. So I, rather than hiding from it, mm-hmm. I allowed myself to go through it. Do you really think it was a couple of months? I mean, in all honesty, I think. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, it was, it was a little longer. Yeah, it was a lot longer. Than you worked for someplace for 10 years. Yeah. Like the breakup takes about half that time. It hasn't been quite five years, but yeah. it took a little bit yeah. longer. I, a yeah, I, I shouldn't say that I'm like over it now, even. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, like I still have triggering things that, that occur. Mm-hmm. But I think like what excites me now mm-hmm. is like every, like what you've given to so many women is that, and you know, you do it very subtly. It's like, it's like you were like, you know, what about meditation? You love doing meditation. It was never like a pressure of like, what are you going to do next? Mm-hmm. You know, that, that, that would have probably sent me over the edge. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going through something, you lose a job, not by choice. Mm-hmm. And then if you have a, a partner that's like, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> we going to need to pay this rent. <laughs> That would <laughs> you better get a job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so you know we have savings and stuff like that, but you never, you still never make me feel like hurry up, make a decision. Uh, you inspire me to learn 
which is my ultimate kryptonite, you know. Everyone that knows me knows I hate formal education, but I love our style of education, which is everything we do with Fit to Navigate is exploratory learning. So right now I'm doing meditation and like a part of me, um, even though I've practiced for many years, now I'm teaching others to meditate, which when you teach others, I feel like that gives me a whole big sense of purpose. And like now with like Ayurveda, even though I love cooking, cooking for others, now I have, now I'm, you're, you've inspired me to gain the tools to be able to also be able to potentially help others through eating. Mm-hmm. You know, those are my two passions, food, food and healing. And so. Let and, that food be that medicine. Amen. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But I'm, I'm excited about the future. Um, and I'm just excited to keep going through things mm-hmm. and expanding and growing this work. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Is there anything we missed? No, I think we pretty much covered it all. That fits the navigate is still moving. It may be at a slower pace, but it's still we're still moving forward. I'm excited as well about the future things and working with with you know new partners and things like that. And the fact that we now officially have a board of some amazing women with and using their brain trust to help us you know, take this to the next level. I mean, we've seen the global side, but we want to make sure that our services not only are a national service, but also a global service in order to impact a million souls or more. So I'm just super excited about it. And um, I think through the pandemic, it has allowed me to do a lot of mental and mental and spiritual uh, growing um, and also allowed me time to really take care of my own personal body and recognize that, you know, you have to be true to who you are. And if you're sharing a message of health and wellness, that that health, wellness and compassion is also for yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for cultivating so much compassion for me and so many people. Oh, you're welcome. allows my spirit to be fed and to do the work that I'm here to do in this time. I love you. (laughs) Thank you. I love you too. We love you. (laughs) Love you. All right. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to tune in to Mind Body Gym, a conversational podcast. This podcast was designed with the mission to fund women's freedom via fitness. Special shout out to our strong supporters, especially the Love You Give Project. Check out their merch. It helps us support our podcast and our feature organization, Fit to Navigate. If you're interested in hearing more about our mission, follow us on IG at Fit to Navigate. Thank you for the fam that we have that has supported us. Eric Jefferson for the artwork. His wife, my sister songstress, Renee Dion, and her tunes, Wilderness. And Natalie McCray Cross, the photographer for our album cover. We really appreciate all the support and all the strength that we get from you. Remember, until next time, forward is always the pace. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard today, 
make sure to like and review this podcast. Also, make sure to share this episode. Lastly, subscribe so you'll be notified of our next episode. Thank you and have a blessed day. What's up, Mind Body Gemmers? I would like to hear more from you. So I'd like for you to text me at 614-808-8566. I'd like to collaborate more about what our listeners would like to hear more of from our guests and just hear what you think about the podcast. Again, text me 614-808-8566. Let's do this thing. Did you know 90% of women prior to incarceration have suffered from sexual and emotional trauma? And 70% of incarcerated women are mothers. The majority of the women returning home will not be able to retain employment with family sustainable income. Fit to Navigate provides hope and well-being. Learn more at fittonavigate.com.